You are now in tune to a 726 studio production. <laughs> yeah, let me stop my shit. Yo, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. I'd like to thank you for taking the time out to listen to this new episode. You know, another week, another episode. So let's do this. For this week, I wasn't sure what the hell I really wanted to talk about on the podcast, to be quite honest with you guys. Like, I even started like uh, Instagram Live earlier, trying to get suggestions here and there. I mean, that was a bit unsuccessful. Then again, I didn't give it enough time for people to join in on the live and to maybe just drop their suggestions and what's not. And then earlier, I was trying to record an episode. I got to the point of like two minutes. And to be quite honest, I felt like I was already in a sort of a rhythm. I was in my groove, whatever you want to call it. And then my roommate came into the room. And well, when he came in, it was like, do I want to go in? Do I want to not go in? Because he heard me recording, right? And like that uncertainty from him made me feel like it wasn't him. It made me feel like it was someone else that I know or my roommates know that was trying to like, you know, come here and ask us something. So I was like, uh, do I stop recording? Because if it's not him, it's going to be someone that's looking for something. So I got to interact with them. And so, yeah, I lost my concentration. And so I had to scrap what I was doing all in all. And, oh, you know, I just sat there a bit frustrated, a bit out of sorts because, well, you know, it's not necessarily an easy thing to get going here on this podcast. I've said it over and over so many times that I do struggle with trying to record at times. And, you know, when you do get a little flow going, any interruption just like kills everything for you. And like, I remember so many times I would be recording and I stopped somewhere. It could be like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, no matter how long it is. The main reason why I delete everything is because, well, I don't really remember everything I said in the first 10 to 15 minutes of recording. And so if I stop now and record later, it's like, it just won't go well together. I might repeat stuff like in the same way I said it earlier, because like I said, I don't remember it. And so, yeah, I took my long ass break. I just put some rice on to cook, you know, cause I got to eat something and well, yeah. So for today's episode, I just really and truly want to get into mental shit. And now the reason why I do want to get into this topic today is because I'd say recently, the past week, maybe two weeks or so at max, um, I haven't been in my right mental space. And I mean, I don't want to, you know, put my business out there on this podcast. I mean, at the end of the day, it is somewhat of an audio journal for me. But like, yeah, so I haven't been right mentally so to speak. Now, when you put it like that, well, you know, when I put it like that, well, whenever someone puts it like that, it sounds like, you know, things are really bad. And I would say not necessarily, but they're just not as good as they could be. And it's just like, you know, a little bit iffy, like it just doesn't feel right. Like, you know, you're at the point where it's not too bad, but it's not good either. And you want to like, you know, stop everything before it gets to that point where it's too bad. So like, yeah. Um, and you know, 
something that kind of inspired me to want to talk about that here on my podcast this week is the fact that I was listening to this podcast called The Pivot, which is three former NFL players. The only one that I know is that of Ryan Clark, a guy that works on ESPN. He used to play on the Steelers. I'm a Steeler fan. But yeah, all of that is kind of irrelevant. But nonetheless, um, so there's this hooper, this American guy that hoops out here in Taiwan. I follow him on Instagram and I recently saw him post like, you know, a little clip of the interview on that specific podcast. And for that specific episode, their guest was Michael Beasley. And if you don't know who Michael Beasley is, go ahead and Google him. But just a brief introduction, you know, former NBA player, number two overall draft pick to the Miami Heat, played with the Timberwolves, played with the Knicks, played with the Lakers. He's been around, sort of. But yeah, they were just talking to him. He was, you know, just telling his story. And when you look at the media, the media loves to portray people in a certain way. You know, they take a story and they run with it. And, you know, that's how they frame it. They will shape it in whatever way suits them best and whatever way gets them the most views and they will just eat it all up. So Mike Beasley has been this person that has always been looked at as, you know, quote unquote crazy. That's the way they portray him and everything negative surrounding him. Now, by listening to that episode, I got the chance to, you know, like just hear his side of the story. Like, you know, that's the beauty about media these days podcasting, um, whatever it may be, you know, you have the power to control your own narrative in a sense, but it's hard to, you know, change the perception of you, the public perception when there's already so much out there that, oh, you're this type of person. And now you saying this about yourself. Some people might say, oh, you're just saying that because you want to make yourself look good and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so it is clear to see that Beasley has his mental struggles, you know, different trauma from growing up and what's not. And whatever different, you know, challenges he had to face throughout his lifetime. And now, more often than not, we just overlook people with these things, especially when there are celebrities, athletes, whatever. Um, Like I said, once they're celebrities, they're famous, they're rich, whatever. We look at it as they should not have any problems, you know, because... Money fixes everything. Yeah, right. It doesn't at all. Like, like, you know, a lot of us might look at it like, oh, you're this millionaire. You're, you know, you have all this money. Why are you complaining? Why do you have any problems? If I had that money, I would be good. And that's just easy for us to say because, well, you know, we're not in that position. Like, it's not until you get into that specific position that you realize, oh, Yeah, these people are still human at the end of the day. And that took me, like, when was it? When I got to Taiwan. And around my freshman year, sort of, freshman year, second year. Like, I've said it a million times on here. And, well, I had him on the podcast. So, my brother. Not literal brother, but, yeah, like, my big bro, Chuck. He plays ball professionally, right? And so, by being around him and, you know, getting to interact with guys that he plays along with, like you get to realize that at the end of the day, these people are still the average human being. They do stuff we do. They go through problems just as we do. 
just that because they have this, you know, they have this person, not they, we have this perception of them that, you know, oh, okay, because they're in this position, these things don't apply to them. And it's kind of BS. And so, yeah, back to the whole Beasley thing, when he was talking, like he even got to the point when like in the interview where he just started crying in the middle of it, like, you know, he's talking his shit and he's crying. And there's one thing that he said while that was happening. And like, you know, I love the energy because more often than not, especially for males on a whole, it's like, you're not supposed to cry. You're soft. You're weak. You're a pussy, whatever, if you're crying. And while that was happening, he was saying that, you no, know, he brought up instances where athletes were, you know, going through different mental stuff, things outside of basketball that, of course, affected the way they would react to different things. And he was like, OK, so if you're trying to call me soft or a bitch for crying, I'm going to cry. But just know I'm going to still fuck you up, too. So it's like, don't take my crying as a weakness. And in all honesty, I feel like being able to, you know, just cry shows power to you because it's not easy to do. Like it even takes me back to like when my dad died, as much as I had all this sadness built up in me, I just couldn't cry in public. It's not something that's easy to do. I can't cry around many people. I barely can cry around others. The only times I will cry when I feel a need to cry is if I'm in a, you know, if I'm in a private space, if I'm in the public, like, you know, I'm going to want to cry, but I'm going to hold it back because one, I don't want to draw a lot of attention to myself. Two, I'm not comfortable crying in front of other people. And three, I just rather just cry to myself and let it all out. And then, yeah, we go back outside and it's like nothing ever happened. And so... That brings me to this one quote from that episode where he said, and I quote, motherfuckers are showing every fucking day that they need help. And we only listen till these fuckers die. And that's so true. You know, like so many times we look at people going through these different struggles, these different challenges, and we just ignore them. One, when it's mental stuff, we might just say, oh, that person is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Um, Two, if it's anything else, it's like, oh. They're exaggerating like, oh, that problem, they'll get over it. Like we don't even try to render assistance in whatever way we can possible. And it's like, okay, it's whatever. But when something really bad happens to them, God forbid, to the point of that, we start looking back like, oh, yeah, I saw that sign. Now it's making sense. Like I remember when he was like this and now they start to connect the dots at the end. And I'm like. I'm guilty of doing it too. I'm human and that's just the way we grow up as a society. And that's a bullshit excuse, but unfortunately that's the reality of it. And so, yeah, we just look at it as the aftermath of things and we start connecting the dots and we start making sense out of it. And by doing that, it does nothing because at that point it's already too late. That person is already too far gone. Or like I said, God forbid, they're already dead and all that shit we doing is just pointless. It's just like, you know, back home for people that buy Bolito. Um, and if you don't know what it is, it's just basically like lottery, so to speak. It's a daily thing where they draw two numbers you can buy and then you win money, whatever, whatever. But nonetheless, after a Bolito number plays, like let's say 
25 plays. You're like, oh, damn, that is such and such age. Or that's my age backwards minus one plus two divided by three times a hundred. All type of bullshit things we find a way to make it make sense at the end. When it's already happened, like, okay, I guess. So, yeah, anyways, back to myself. Like, I just briefly said that, you know, I just haven't been feeling right. And I really and truly don't know why. But it's just the way it is. And, I mean, when it comes to getting help, it's hard for me to ask my peers for help. It's hard for me to reach out to others. It's hard for me to do any of that because I feel in some sort of way they don't understand me, you know? And I think most of us in, you know, we just feel misunderstood. No matter how much people might know us, they don't know us to the point where, you know, they can understand all of the issues that we encounter in our lives. I mean, hell, and I, it's to no one's fault because like, I personally don't even understand myself at times. So if I don't 100% understand myself, it's a bit selfish to assume that someone else could do it for me when I don't even do it myself. But yeah, I mean, when it comes to getting the help, I just try to go to the counselor. I mean, this is my very last semester that I do have the chance to go to the counselor because, well, I'm going to be graduating. And, well, you know, anything that's related to mental stuff, therapy and what's not, it's not usually the cheapest route to take. I mean, it's not cheap at all. It's usually very costly. And the average person can't afford to do so. So, you know, I just got to take advantage of the time here at school. And speaking of that, I already sent an email to the counselor telling her, okay, um, I'm going to need to talk to you. I'm free on this time, this time. Just let me know what time works best for you. And yeah, I'm going to miss having the opportunity to do so for free. But that's why I just got to make the most of it while I'm still here. So yeah, if you ever have the chance to do that, do it like, At the end of the day, you can't expect others to be there for you. And like I said, more often than not, people won't understand you to the point where it will actually make a difference in whatever you're going through. But, you know, it's a tough life out here. No matter the situation you're in, everyone has their struggles, both mentally, physically, what socially, whatever it may be. And... You know, we just got to try our best to find a solution to it all. And so, yeah, that's pretty much all I really want to say for this. And like, I don't really know why I'm in this situation mentally, but I will get out of it. And yeah, this is in no way a slight to any friends of mine, anyone that I'm close to, family, friends, whoever it may be. I know these are things that I have to find a way to figure out on my own at times because I kind of prefer it that way. Like I said, it's kind of hard to be understood when you don't even understand yourself all too well. And then that's like, you know, putting added pressure on people. And while they're trying to understand you, 
it's also going to cause some sort of friction between the two of you because when you feel like you're misunderstood, you're just going to keep feeling that way. And whatever that person tells you might not be the right choice of words. And I mean, there might just be the right choice of words out there, but it's not that easy for others to just, you know, know what words to use with you in those specific situations. Like, I mean, I said I was going to wrap this up and I'm sorry for continuing it. But like for my birthday, right, it came and went on the 14th of March. And so my friends, they got me two little guppy fishes and, you know, I'm grateful for it. It was a nice gesture. Like seeing them was like, what? I did not see this coming. But like after a day, just a day of having them being in this current mental state, it was like, yeah, I can't do this right now. It just felt like an added pressure to me, an added responsibility, an added thing that I have to, you know, take into account in my everyday life. And it just wasn't something that I was prepared to handle. And that is why I'm just going to give it to one of my other friends. Well, one of them that were a part of giving it to me. So, yeah. And even so, for my birthday on a whole, it just felt like, it just felt like, I don't know, like, I felt a bit anxious. I felt a bit uneasy. The reason, I don't know why. I mean, for the past month, two months, whatever it may be, I just haven't been as stable, as consistent, as, you know, the way I would want to be. And that comes back to like what I said in the episode about uncertainty. And it's like, you know, because I don't know what the hell is going on in my life, unfortunately. It's like, okay, what to do? And everything just feels like it's just, you know, spiraling out of control, but at the same time still under control. And while that is happening, I feel like my interactions with others, it's more stressful. It feels more strenuous. It's just, I don't know. It's just a lot to do. Like, and many of the things I'm tasked with doing this semester aren't individual stuff. I have to interact with others. Like take, for example, thesis. I got to do that with my group. Um, My two classes I'm taking, they're both group related stuff at some point, whether it's a class discussions that we have to upload as a group or our actual midterm and final presentations that are also with a group. And then last but not least, my basketball team, which is, of course, a group. And it's not necessarily, you know, the best situation for me to be in. And I'm not just going to, like, separate myself from it all. I will keep it going while trying to find a solution to what I'm going through. But, yeah, hopefully I get that done. And to be quite honest with you, recording this episode felt like a chance for me to just vent. Like, to just let it all out. Like, not 100%, but to just let out some of the thoughts that have been going through my mind. And... I feel a bit more at ease now than I was prior to recording this episode. But, you know, we'll see how long that ease lasts. And yeah, like I just really wanted to talk about that based on my current mood plus the episode of that podcast I listened to. And that is an episode I recommend you guys to take a chance at, you know, to just take a look at it and take a listen to it. 
I mean, not everyone is a sports fan. Not everyone might be interested when they see the name. But when you start really listening to the story, it's like, okay, yeah, this shit is powerful. And like, that's why I try to bring on athletes on my podcast, mostly because I love sports. But at the same time, these people are still human beings at the end of the day. And you got to forget the part about them being an athlete because their story is still impactful no matter what's your interest, whether you're interested in sports, art, whatever it may be. They're still telling a story that you can relate to in some sort of way. And you don't know that now, but you will know it when you do listen to it. It's like, oh, wow. Like you feel a connection to them in some sort of way. But yeah, um, thank you for taking the time out to listen. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. If you haven't as yet, follow the social media accounts on Instagram, underscore planet, Josh, underscore Twitter, J underscore mama 97. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check out the podcast, share the podcast on your Instagram stories, tag the podcast, mention us, you know, just be interactive. And with all that said, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.